See, comparison will constantly keep you in a state of flux or panic or on edge, let's say, because no matter what, there's always going to be someone who is better skilled, further ahead, or seemingly has a more aesthetically pleasing home, right? But see, if we allow comparison to be at the forefront of our actions, then we'll quickly find ourselves on a hamster wheel in life without much substance or meaning behind those actions. What's up, family? Welcome to the Where Do I Start podcast, the show all about the journey. I'm Ron Banks, your host, and together we'll travel through life, minimalism, and poetry. I hope you're ready. It's time for this week's mini-sode. Let's jump into it. So I've been decluttering my life consistently for three years now. However, that's not to say that I didn't face any hurdles or roadblocks along the way. For example, decluttering my mind was particularly hard for me because I struggled with the bad habit of holding on to things a bit longer than I should have. Plus, I'm a certified overthinker at times. But as you can see, through me documenting my journey through all of this, I've managed to push through it. I'm continuing to push through it, as a matter of fact. Or, or should I say, I'm cementing my own path in life that's directing me over those hurdles and around the roadblocks. Now, I'm able to do this because I've tapped into a realm of self-motivation that I didn't realize I had. I was feeding it this internal flame that burns in the belly of my soul with a fuel that's also sourced internally. This drive to reinvent myself, to live more intentionally and purposefully, right? In a way, this deep-rooted self-motivation feels like a superpower. And tapping into it gives you a level of control you've never felt a sense of direction you didn't realize you had, and a consistent action plan that seems to never run out of steam. See, my goal for this conversation is to give you some actionable steps that you can take and apply towards defining your own path that's tree-lined by self-motivation for intentional living, purposeful living, and decluttering. Now, to do that, we're going to break this conversation up into four sections. First, we're going to define why we struggle with self-motivation. Then we'll talk about breaking through mental blocks, finding a big enough why, and lastly, some actionable steps that we can take and apply to this journey we're traveling. Okay, self-motivation, as I mentioned earlier, feels like a superpower, right? And tapping into it changes the game completely. Now, this motivation we seek thrives and flows outwardly from in here. Our hearts, our soul, our gut, right? In a sense, it's part of our foundation for consistent action towards anything we do in life. For example, let's take training our bodies, a daily action I take consistently in my life because I'm motivated to do so. And that motivation is fueled by my core reason why I'm choosing to maintain an active lifestyle. Now, with that said, that brings me to why we struggle with self-motivation in the first place. And for me, I believe it's due to one of two reasons. Number one, we don't have a big enough why. Simply put, we're attempting to feed this internal flame with the wrong fuel. We're seeking continued motivation or deep-rooted motivation in others or in Pinterest boards rather than in ourselves. Number two, we're facing some sort of mental block. There's this mental clutter we've yet to deal with, right? And this clutter is crowding and clouding our mental state. Now, when our mind isn't with it 100%, it makes it extremely difficult to build any sort of momentum or motivation 
externally. All right, let's talk about breaking through mental blocks and mental clutter for a second, right? Because as I mentioned earlier, decluttering my mind was particularly hard for me. And being a certified overthinker didn't make the process any easier, but I managed to push through it using an interesting three-step process. Uncover, remove, restructure. Uncover simply means to define or determine what it is that's crowding or clouding your mind. So take a step back and observe yourself, your habits, your routines, your values. What is it that's causing self-motivation to be challenging for you? Is it comparison? Is it self-doubt, uncertainty about this journey you're traveling as a whole? What is it? Uncover that thing for you. Remove means to take away its power and ability to control and clutter your mind. So whatever that thing is for you that you've uncovered, now you have to kill it from your life and take away its power. For example, let's say comparison is something you've uncovered as being a mental block for you in your life. How do you take away its power? By understanding the effect comparison is having on your life. See, comparison will constantly keep you in a state of flux or panic, or on edge, let's say, because no matter what, there's always going to be someone who is better skilled, further ahead, or seemingly has a more aesthetically pleasing home, right? But see, if we allow comparison to be at the forefront of our actions, then we'll quickly find ourselves on a hamster wheel in life without much substance or meaning behind those actions. Restructure is where things start to get interesting because this is where we start to change the way we think, the way we respond, and the way we act. Using the comparison example again, we can restructure the way we think, respond, and act by changing the way we view and think about our surroundings. And I actually talked about this idea in a video I did titled In Case You're Feeling Behind in Life, where I take the childhood story of the tortoise and the hare and I use it as a metaphor for how we think and then how we interpret how we're acting. So I'll leave a link to that video down below so you can check it out. So how do we find our why? How do we ensure that it's the right why? Now, I've talked before about the importance of having honest conversations with ourselves. And for me, I believe this is a perfect time to do that. So you find your big enough why through self-reflection, self-honesty, and internal conversations that just hit differently. And these conversations should include asking ourselves a specific question in a format that also hits differently. Let me explain what I mean. There are two different ways we can phrase this question. Number one is what will this give me that I don't currently have? And number two is simply why. Here's an example. So I think I want to practice minimalism and declutter my life. Okay, why? Because part of me feels like I have too much stuff and owning less is really starting to interest me a little bit. Why? Well, bro, to be honest, I'm starting to feel stressed out and it's not fun. Well, why are you feeling so stressed? Because I'm starting to feel like I don't know who I am. I'm overwhelmed. The little things are frustrating me and it never seems like I have enough time for me. And you think decluttering is going to help you with that? Yes, absolutely. Why? I guess so I can finally relieve myself of this stress and start enjoying my life. Plus, it gives me a chance to discover who I really am. Can I have your shoes? 
Super simple example, but I think you get the point. Basically, what I'm saying is we have to ask questions during these honest conversations we're having with ourselves that dig deeper than surface level and really start to pull at our core so we can recognize the why that's really our reason why. All right, now once our mind is clear and we have our solid why, a big enough why, we can start to implement some actionable steps towards building and maintaining self-motivation when it comes to this journey we're traveling, specifically decluttering our lives. Number one is envisioning what a clutter-free life looks like for you. When you know and can see what you want to accomplish and also know why you're doing it, it makes it so much easier to not only figure out the how, but also maintain motivation throughout the process. Number two is find ways to make it fun. It's so hard to stay motivated doing anything in life if you straight up don't enjoy it or find it fun, right? So when it comes to decluttering, find a way to make this journey enjoyable and fun. So you can turn it into a game for yourself, right? Something you can track and create rewards for. Or you can turn it into a family event of storytelling and reminiscing if you're going through boxes of old photos or items of a lost loved one. Either way, find a way to make this experience feel less like a burden and more of an enjoyable and fun experience. Number three is set realistic expectations and goals. Don't try to declutter your life at lightning speed for the sake of trying to keep up with someone else's simple life or because you think it's going to change your life overnight. It's not, and it's not worth the energy either. Remember, this journey is not a race, and progress for you, regardless of how small or slow moving that is, is still progress. Again, when you know what you're trying to accomplish and why you're doing it, the how, the motivation, and how fast it progresses will take care of itself. Number four is find an accountability partner. Find someone to travel this journey with you and use each other to help you stay focused. Now, this person can be a friend, it can be a spouse or a partner, or can even be someone in this community we have here. The comments section is always full of positivity and stories, and I actually love interacting with everyone in the comments section as well. So if you're looking for some added accountability, definitely comment below and get connected. Number five is avoid distractions. Now tell me if I'm lying about this. Anytime you want to avoid something you know you should be doing, suddenly everything else around you becomes more appealing and interesting. You know, I should be sorting through that box that has been sitting in the corner for months now, but for some reason I'm rearranging the furniture in my home because I don't want to deal with that box. So let me see how I can hide it with this plant or, or this table. <laughs> See, we have to avoid distractions both physically and mentally if we want to make progress with any project on hand or this journey we're traveling in life. Well, I hope I share something with you in this conversation that you found valuable and helpful. And if I did, then consider tuning into and subscribing to the private podcast over on Patreon. Every week we dive deeper and have more intimate conversations about life, minimalism, and all of the nuances that fall in between. The link to gain access to the podcast is in the show notes. Now, if you're already a part of that community, shout out to you. Your love and support is not going unnoticed. Share this episode with someone you love and hit me up on social media at I'm Ron Banks everywhere so we can continue these conversations together. Always remember to stay true to you and we'll talk again soon. Peace. Peace.